I want to challenge you as we start today's episode. I want you to ask yourself, how much money is your work actually worth? How much money is your work worth to clients? We're going to walk through how this question might be answered and look at some potential uh, potential answers to this question. And when you really break it down and think about this, if you think about how much your work is worth to clients and how that might impact what work you choose to do, what work you choose to focus on versus what work you choose to, let's say, delegate or eliminate, I think that you are going to, you, you stand to actually really increase your total compensation and the total value that you are delivering. So how much is your worth actually worth? You might already be, be worth $1,000 an hour. Let me just throw that out there. You might be doing things that are worth $1,000 an hour and you don't even know it. You might be doing things that are worth $10,000, $100,000 an hour. So a quick story, I was working with this client. I had done one project with them and we were starting to transition to the next project and it involved writing about a, um, a backup solar generator. And he flew me out to his facilities where he actually had all of the parts shipped and then his team would assemble these and ship them out to, uh, ship them out to clients. And I was gonna be writing a promotion for it coming up and he just wanted you know, the opportunity for that. Plus we did uh, a whole strategy day as part of the visit. And we're sitting around in the conference room and we're talking about all the different things related to the success and marketing of the business. And uh, we start to have this conversation about the solar generator. And I I'm asking him lots of questions about it. And we get around to price. So I said, why, why is the price of this what it is? And he says, well, um, yeah, I feel like maybe it should be more. Uh, we launched this. And as you've seen, we, we put them all together here. And every time we come up with an idea, which is pretty much every week for how to make this better. Like next time we're ordering whatever part, we look for a better version of that part, right? And, and so as we've, we've gone through that process, we've, we've sent out maybe 50, 60 different versions of this across 100 units sold. And so, we still have this original price on it, but the original price was based on all these different components that are not the same as they are today. And so I said, so you're willing to test the price or change the price, right? And he said, yeah. And I think at the time, I think at the time he was selling for about $3,200, if I remember right, selling $3,200 for this backup solar generator. And I started doing some research and I said, oh, look at these. Uh, these have less power generation capacity from the, um, from the solar panels. It has less battery capacity. It is not in the EMP resistant case that you've built yours in. It's less portable, like all of these different things. And I, I start to look at the competitive options out there and I start to make note of all the different prices of all the different competitive options out there. And I, I asked him, well, what if we just look at all these prices and we put yours because we can point to all these advantages of why yours is better. What if we 
put yours a little bit above these. And we landed on something, I think it was about $5,000. So jump from $3,200 to $5,000. And they tested, he said, okay, let's do it. They tested this new price and sales actually increased just a little bit. Sales actually increased, no other changes. They just tested the higher price. Sales increased. And um, <laughs> he told me that just that one little five minute conversation where we had that conversation, where, where we ha had the conversation about price was worth about half a million dollars to his business over the next 12 months without changing anything else, just testing this new price. And so, you know, I'm not going to be able to bill him half a million dollars for that, although arguably it is worth that half a million dollars for the first year increase in profits. And, you know, he can start collecting all his profits the second year, right? But how much, how much is that worth? How much is that one conversation that added half a million dollars? And that's, like, that's, that is profit. Like, there's not, that's just additional profit added to his business. How much is that conversation worth? Right? Definitely worth more than $1,000 an hour, right? So what are your most valuable conversations that you're having? What are your most valuable activities that you're having? And when you have those conversations with clients or in your business, what is that worth? What is that worth? And then how can you spend more time doing those activities? So uh, a great, a great way to think about this that I got from Casey Slaughter Stanton in his book, The Fractional CMO Method, um, who he's actually going to be on the podcast, uh, I think later this week, I'm interviewing him and uh, we'll publish his episode pretty quickly. He, he broke it down in terms of dollar signs, right? Um, so certain work is worth like $1 sign, right? Like, and that may be, you know, running an errand to get more coffee for the office or something like that, right? It's something, if you can, if you could have like a, a, a delivery driver do the work for you, or if you could have, you know, a, a janitor do the work for you, if you could have whatever, it's great that they are available to do that work. It's great to share the, the revenue with them in such a way that they do that. But if it's easily replaceable or automatable, if it doesn't require a significant amount of skill, if it's not creating a huge leveraged value, it's maybe $1 sign work. And I don't, I don't know exactly what this is. I'm not telling you that you should pay your people like below minimum wage or whatever. It's just, it's just not worth a lot. $2 sign work starts to be things like the actual tactical like configuration of software on your website or um, configuration of of uh, even even going in there and the daily configuration and micromanagement of different ad platforms that is not high value work right um, that is if if you can delegate it through Fiverr or Upwork or something it's probably not super high dollar work. It's, it's double dollar sign, right? Um, and that work, like, okay, that's what it is. It's important work that needs to get done. But if you think about that, like, does that need to be something that you spend a lot of your time on? And the more 
Um, the, the more you wanna level up your career, the less time you wanna spend doing that double dollar sign work. Even things like super tactical, like coming up with 10 headline tests, right? If you can get ChatGPT to do it, it's probably double dollar sign work, um, right? What's triple dollar sign work? Well, things like coming up with uh, with uh, um, a uh, uh, not a strategic plan, but like a, a plan for a marketing campaign, right? Coming up with breaking down the the okay, we're gonna do this email and this email and this email and this email, and uh, the deadline is gonna be on this day, and like plan mapping out the campaign, mapping out the calendar. That's probably triple dollar sign work, right? Uh, when you start to get into things that require some strategic knowledge to implement, that's triple dollar sign. And quadruple dollar sign, the stuff that's worth a lot, that starts to be things like leading the marketing strategy for an entire business, thinking about how product development and marketing strategy, sales strategy all work together, coordinating the people, leading the people, the human assets, to work together to achieve bigger goals, solving big problems within a business uh, in, in terms of big marketing problems or big product line problems, things like that. Um, focused on super high leverage activities, right? And, and I teach this elsewhere, I teach this architecture of a skill model that Things like changing the principles by which you work changes everything from your strategy down to your techniques, down to your tactics, right? So uh, a tactic may be to use a how-to headline or a three best ways to headline or, you know, how specifically you write this headline. And that's important because the headline has to be written and some tactic needs to be followed, right? But... Changing your headline tactic is not going to change an entire business, right? It tends to be, honestly, the lowest dollar sign worth of a copywriting task. Even though changing a headline can be really impactful, choosing the tactic that you're using is not super high value. Now, tactics are based in techniques. So techniques could be um, following the ABC headline formula, audience, benefit, curiosity. Uh, making sure that your audience that your audience knows the headline is for them, that the benefit um, is is clear of continuing on with your ad, and that they're a bit curious about what comes next in your ad. Right? Strategy is we need the opening of our advertisement to grab the attention of our target market. Right? Making a decision that your advertising has to have headlines in order for it to grab the attention of the target market. That is strategic, right? Saying our headline, our, our ads need to be uh, this style, right? Is a strategic decision. And then principles. Principles are uh, things like we follow direct response advertising. So our ads are going to be measured by do they get a response, right? Our ads are going to be measured by do they generate XYZ business results that is the intention of those ads and how well do they do that, right? And so the, the, the deeper you go there, principles being the deepest, the, uh, the more it tends to be worth and the more superficial you are, tactics being the most superficial, the, the less it tends to be worth. And also another element here worth thinking about is leverage, right? So 
the person who flips a burger uh, or decides when a burger comes off the grill at a restaurant is impacting a single diner's experience, right? And that's a very low leverage uh, job, right? The person who decides which ingredients to buy, which dishes get on the menu, the person who designs the dishes could be impacting the dining experience for two, three years down the road or even further, right? That's a high leverage activity. And so things that are low leverage that impact a smaller number of people, whether that's internal or external stakeholders, the ones that impact the smallest number of people tend to be worth the least. And the ones that make the decisions that impact the largest number of people tend to be worth the most. And so here's the work that is worth the most dollar signs, if we're going to break it down to the fundamental principles here. Marketing and sales strategy. How do you actually get customers? How do you generate leads, customer sales, and profits? That is worth the most amount of money. You come up with the rules, the principles, the guide, the guiding, like the guidelines by which you are generating sales, revenue, profits for your business, and the processes by which those principles are implemented, the strategies by which those principles are implemented, the prioritization for what you do for a second, third, that's worth a lot of money in the right business, right? Offer innovation changing what it is that you're offering to the marketplace. That is worth a lot of money. Making your products and services better, making your products and services work better for more people, uh, price simplifying, reducing the price of your products and service without changing the result that they're able to get, proposition simplifying, where you make your product or service actually easier to get the result. These things are worth a lot, a lot of money. The design team that made an iPhone so simple to use, and then later, you know, that, that same idea translated into Android phones, et cetera. But the design team that said, can we build a phone that has one button on the front, maybe some volume buttons on the side, a power button on the top, right? But one button on the front, that home button, and give people access to the internet and their email and eventually apps and all of that stuff through this one button thing, right? That was a huge offer innovation that created a ton of value in the world. In general, entrepreneurial creation, creating businesses, creating processes, creating um, systems that are designed to deliver this value, that's worth a ton of money. And then there's one of these that I threw into my notes at the very end, that connection and networking, right? If you are able to create a joint venture alliance with some other company, that is a very high dollar activity. If it's the right connection, the right networking, that tends to be worth a lot of money, right? And so that's something worth noting here. And so the more you can focus on these high value activities for yourself, for your clients, the more you will be compensated going down the road. And, and note that the highest value activities tend to be the ones that are hardest to replace, where you are the most future-proof. And I'm going to be doing a training for my BTMS Insiders member coming up later this week called uh, the Future Proof Marketer. And that training, uh, it's, it's about this. It's about finding ways to future-proof yourself as different technologies 
change uh, what is actually required for the tactical implementation of a lot of uh, marketing strategy and principles, right? So if ChatGPT gets a few generations better and completely upends the copywriting landscape, who's still gonna have opportunities, right? And what are those opportunities gonna look like? If various design tools make it so you don't even have to think about design, you just get design, what's that gonna look like for someone who staked their career on design, right? So the future-proof marketer, like that's gonna be based on that. So my call to action for you at the end of this episode is ask yourself, how can you use this? How might you break down and identify the different tasks that you do and the value, what they're actually worth uh, to you, to clients, and how might that impact what you do going forward? Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. I will include a link to the BTMS Insiders All Access Pass. Um, that is my streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses, including the live training that I am doing uh, this week, which will be, let's see, February 16th, I believe, Thursday, February 16th, um, uh, on the Future Proof Marketer and helping you really set a course for your future success in the context of everything that's going on in the world today. I'm Roy for this Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Don't forget to subscribe here. If you're not subscribed, you can also check the link in the description to subscribe by email, and I will catch you again in the next episode. See you soon, bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.